I think I am intimidated by the New York Times. So this might be in my head a little bit. But since the New York Times took over Wordle, the game, like, this, what was it, this weekend, end of last week? Do you think I, it's gotten harder? Yep, I knew you were going to say that, and I 100% agree. Like, am I in my head because I feel like only fancy people? You know, have you, have you seen the Family Guy episode where I don't know if it's the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times, but they show the inside of it and everyone's like smoking cigars and smoking jackets being like, that's how I feel. And now I'm so intimidated by Wordle and I just like panic now. In my opinion, any game affiliated with the New York Times is more difficult than a game. Like you can go to any, you know, whatever it's called, like a newsstand or wherever you buy magazines before you get on a plane, you can buy a book of crossword puzzles. Mm Mm-hmm. But if the book is says New York Times crossword puzzles, I won't buy it because I'll never be able to do it. I can do regular crossword puzzles, but just the fact that it's New York Times crossword puzzle in my head seems harder. So that could be, you know what I want to be having that effect on the wordle. But I agree with you. It's more difficult. You know what I want to know? I want to know if in the contract and we'll never know this. I want to know if in the contract, the New York Times offered that guy, if they're like, you have to write, come up with the words for the next six months or whatever to give people like a padded transition time and it's in our heads or if it actually like the New York Times person took it over and then they're just really smart. And so now it seems harder. This is a ridiculous thing to say. Also, if you're not familiar with with Wordle, um, it's a puzzle and all you have to do is figure out what the five letter word is. So there's five blanks and you just guess. A word like a a winning word earlier this week was the word Robin. So you type in whatever word you think it is. And if the letters R-O-B-I or N are in the word that you guess, they show up one color. And then you have to keep guessing words until you've got the letters until you figure out that the word is Robin. So it's kind of like half crossword puzzle, half wheel of fortune. There's no clue. Yeah, this guy made it up um, for his wife and then it went viral and then the New York Times bought him, bought it out from him. For like two million bucks. For like, yeah, seven figures. So good for him. That's awesome. But yeah, I swear to you, it's harder now. The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for... I had a good one and I can't remember what it was. Mm. Oh, I do know. Um, I'm grateful that, and I hope I'm not jinxing anything, but that Ellie doesn't mind getting into her car seat. Yeah. Because when I was running errands the other day, there was a woman that I parked near and her kid went stiff limbs like you're trying to put a cat in a sink full of water. (laughs) And she was, I mean, she was wrestling with that little man. And couldn't get him in. And I thought, oh, man, I'm so <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, Ellie's not like that because that that would be exhausting. I think a lot of kids are like that. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Pilates. I hope I didn't just jinx it. Do you think I just jinxed it? 
No, I think that's dumb. Okay. Um, our free stuff Friday giveaway last week was, was, uh, meals from dinner affair. And our winner is Lorena Diaz green. You are our winner from last Friday. Um, Lorena listens every morning with her son as she takes her son to school and, uh, in Lawrenceville, Georgia. So thank you, Lorena. You are going to be able to go online and pick out dinner affair meals that will be delivered right to your door. Then they live in your freezer or your fridge until dinner time. When you unwrap them, big piece of paper goes on your counter. So there's not- Jeff even, loves the big piece of paper. Because there's no cleanup. <laughs> They wrap it in brown paper. So when you, uh, if you unfold it all carefully over your counter and you do all your prep on that brown paper, you just crumple everything up and throw it away once dinner's done and then wipe down the counter in case anything like wet, like, you know, leak through or whatever. But you're one paper towel away from having a clean kitchen. I like it because there's no like chopping, no mixing, no dicing, like none of that. And I think one of my biggest hiccups with cooking is it stresses me out because there's too many steps and my brain is like not good with the more steps, the more my brain like freaks out and then I shut down over it. Um, but they like mix everything. You just have to basically assemble it. So it's really nice. We've been, um, getting dinner and fair meals for like three years. More than three years. If you would like to experience Dinner Fair, we've got a discount code with them, and um, we will send that to you along with a link to their website. Simply text the word DINNER to 800-434-5454. I feel like, Jeff Dollar, you haven't said this, but I feel as though you are not feeling super confident this week. No, I'm not. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if something happened. I don't know. But you have just been walking around. I can just tell. You just have this like bubble around you of I'm feeling insecure this week. And I feel like my job as your partner, both in business and in marriage, um, my job is to kind of counterbalance that when I see it. So I thought that, number one, you should brag on something yourself for some. You should brag on yourself for something you accomplished this week. It can't be what you already said to me today. And number two, I think that we should open up the phone and I will say something that I like am bragging on myself for this week. And then I think other people should call and brag on themselves because you know what, especially if you're feeling insecure, it'll make you feel a little bit better. So it's like a brag on yourself hotline. Yes. I want everyone to call, especially if you're having a bad week or you don't like yourself this week. I want you to call and I want you to brag on yourself. So it'll be like, hi, my name is Jeff and I am a really good cook. I no, I need you to be more specific. Oh, do you my, want me to go first? My name is Jeffrey John Dollar <laughs> and I am a really good cook. Would you like me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Can you do mine too? For me, it would go something like, hi, my name is Callie, and this week I interviewed and researched financial advisors and bookkeepers. Yeah, that is, that's so- Been on my list for like a year. I finally did it. I'm, you know, yes, go me. I feel like that's so intimidating because when you're talking to somebody about something that you know nothing about, you don't even know what to talk to them about. So you're like, and I'm doubly intimidated because I almost failed accounting in college. So talking to people about finance stuff, to me, I might as well be a 12 year old talking to an MBA. I mean, it's awful. You're a bookkeeper. So tell me when you keep books, 
do you do you keep them on a shelf or in a drawer? <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Three of the people that I talked to this week um, asked me 101. I mean, basic, like a basic question. And I said, I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what you're talking about. Mine, I think, would be. But because I'm real, I'm frustrated, not frustrated. That's the wrong word. I am a little overwhelmed at work stuff right now um, and um, have chalked up a couple of losses that Callie points out aren't really losses. They're learning experiences, but it's just been a, a rough couple of weeks. But um, it's like a blow to the ego. Yes. But I think um, or I know my name is Jeff Dollar and I'm a really good dad and I'm going to cry. But I think um, I am doing a really good job being one-on-one with Ellie. You absolutely are. The past, like, it's been very intentional the past couple weeks because it's been almost like recharging. What do you mean? Like, when I'm really frustrated at, like, work stuff, like just hanging out with her and like building something with her, her toys or like stacking those little rings or whatever. It just kind of, it's like, I don't know. I can just zone in on that. Like I've never been able to zone in on anything else. Yeah. So why is it making you cry? I don't know. Cause you love her or cause you're proud or cause you're, I don't know. Cause I'm emotional. It's that time of month. I think. I'm going to kick you. I wish I could reach you (laughs) over there. Anyways, call and brag on yourself, whether you're like super excited about yourself or you super don't like yourself this this week, um, because that's fine too. Like Jeff, call us, brag on yourself. It will make you feel a little bit better. 800-434-5454. I have two strong observations about the whole Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson love thing. You're really going to have to hit me in a good way to a really compelling way for me to not roll my eyes through this whole segment. Um, I'm just being totally honest. I, these are not good observations. I'm actually upset is too strong of a word, but Kanye is not the first time this will happen. And it certainly won't be the last time this will happen, but Kanye has a mental illness. Like we know this, right? Mm -hmm. Like it has come out. He has had very public breakdowns in the past that Kim has publicly walked us through and like encouraged him publicly to seek help. I would imagine that his mental health issues, this is pure speculation, but they are certainly stressful for families. I would imagine they were a big contributing factor to the end of their marriage. And it, it bothers me that, and I'm guilty of it too. Like we're all voyeurs into this situation. And it just, it just, to me, it it just reminds me of the importance of constantly talking about mental health and reminding people of the seriousness of, of mental health and to not treat it differently, you know, than physical health, even though they're the physical aspect of it is difficult to understand for people who don't struggle with mental health issues. It just, it bothers me. It just, that part of it bothers me. So that's step one. You were about to say something. Well, 
I, the reason that I don't like participating in it is exactly that reason. So I actually like have, this is one of these things on the show that I, I, I think that it's important to talk about. I also straddle the line of, I wish that this is a human being and mental health is a real thing. And that's the part that I struggle with. Um, because I just, I feel really heartbroken for him. I also think that, you know, over the course of my life and I'm, I'm sure yours, you hear things like, well, if I just had more money, I wouldn't be so stressed. Or if I just had money, I wouldn't have, you know, Uh have issues. And I think the problem sometimes with having money, and I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying this is like about his specific life, but I think when you become famous. And I think even more when you have money, a lot of people, it is very easy to surround yourself with people who will tell you yes. And tell you that what you're doing is okay. And I think that's very dangerous because, um, it feeds a lot of habits that might not be the healthiest for you because people want to be a part of the fame, the money, the fun part of that. But I think it can be really destructive. So, Um, I don't think money excludes anyone from mental health. I think in some cases it can be really detrimental to people's mental health of just hearing yes all the time. And, you know, I, I, it just really breaks my heart. It makes me really, really upset. And I hope that someone that is close to him, um, I hope something happens for him. That's, that's really positive because whatever he's going through, um, I'm sure it is incredibly difficult. The second part of my issue is while we're observing all of this, I like, am I alone in thinking that it's, it's becoming really scary. Like it's becoming like, I am sure Callie, whether it was you or a girlfriend of yours who ended a relationship and had a guy not willing to say, take no for an answer. And if in real life, this guy was publicly threatening the guy that you're dating, right? Was writing songs about the guy that you're dating was sending tens of thousands of dollars worth of gifts to your house in a custom painted pickup truck. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. He filled a pickup truck bed with roses mm-hmm. and went to our house. And he said, like, that's scary, right? I think it's scary for all parties involved because I feel like. <sighs> but if this wasn't Kanye and Kim. No, if it wasn't if Kanye this, and Kim, if this yes. Was, if this was, you know, you know, you know, Joe and Stacy or whatever, and Joe was going nuts and you were Stacy's friend, you were like, I think you, wouldn't you say like, I think maybe you should tell a cop or something, mm-hmm. or I think maybe you should hop off social media for a minute, right? Like this is, this yeah. is getting frightening. Mm-hmm. I think you should go stay with your mom. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you shouldn't be in your house, especially with your kids, right? So I just want to make sure I'm not missing something like, the dangerous, scary part of it as well. Is that, I feel like that hasn't been reported on or covered or anything. I I was actually talking to um, a colleague of mine earlier this week about the same thing and just saying, you know, I feel like, I hope there's nothing 
Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was having the same conversation with someone this week. Um, it's very sad. I went down a research um, wormhole based on uh, a news story I read. There, There's some protests in New Zealand and people have moved in and are camping on the the lawn of the Capitol okay. in, in New Zealand. Um, Wellington, in case you're wondering, it's the capital of New Zealand. And they, the government is using loudspeakers and blasting music at these folks Ooh, okay. in order to try to get them to leave. They've done a whole bunch of stuff. They're trying to end it peacefully and have people leave on their own. They, want, they don't want to arrest the protesters. So they've like turned on the sprinklers. Protesters don't care. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, they're full on camping. Like they have yeah. tents and stuff. So they just hang out in their tents. They don't care. Um, they uh, have, um, you know, uh, put spotlights on them in the middle of the night, trying to make it so you can't sleep. Protesters don't care. The latest thing they're doing is they are playing loud music. And the music they have chosen is the best of Barry Manilow. Oh my gosh. Right. Which, if you're Barry Manilow, he's still alive, isn't he? Is he alive? I think so. Like, how rude <laughs> if you're, like, reading that story. Okay, that's one. Then um, they uh, mix the best of Barry Manilow in with the Macarena. It's having no impact on whatsoever on the protesters. They're, they're it not would have an impact around. on me. What song would get you to pack up and leave? Like, what song would you hear over and over again at your protest and be like, you know what? This isn't worth it. It's not a song, but um, who sings? Uh, no, it is a song. Uh, where it's at. Where it's at. You have to sing part of it. Um, I'm going to have to Google it. Where it's at. It's a 90s song, I think. Uh, what about you? I like music. I, Beck. I can't stand Beck. I find what? Beck to be I, the most of like, there are some like songs that I love, but where it's at to me where it's like is, and they do that for a while in the song. I mean, that is my personal form of torture. Um, yeah, I know where it's at by Beck just is, I hate it. Well, music as a way to get people to, to leave places um, is, has been used for years. It's been used to like torture prisoners who aren't giving up answers. Right. Like, they just blast it into their cells, um, to get people, uh, to leave like, uh, Manuel Noriega, who is the leader of Panama mm -hmm. was camped out. I think Panama, I believe he was camped out in an embassy. So the U S put speakers up outside and just blasted music at him to get him to leave the embassy. Mm -hmm. So it's not an unusual technique. Here are some of the songs used. I'm shocked by some of these. Used by the U.S.? Yeah. We Are the Champions by Queen. What? No, it's the best. It's a great song. Now, for the record, they are playing these on loops nonstop for days. That's true. Okay. So, um, Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Mm. I don't love the song, but to me it's not torture. Um, the Meow Mix theme. Remember the old school commercials? Oh my gosh, yes, that would meow, be torture. Meow, 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 Yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees? Oh, that's a good song. The Barney theme, I love you. I love you. Oh, yeah. You That one. Mm, yeah, that would wear on me after like round three. Yeah. 
Um, Babylon by David Gray. No, that's really? okay. Song. That's actually a calming song, I think. Dirty by Christina Aguilera. What? No, disagree. Take Your Best Shot by Dope. I don't know what that song that is. The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. Like, I don't know. Those are all decent songs. Yeah. Uh, or I mean, some of them are decent songs. They're not ones that I would use. I would go like Baby Shark. Mm-hmm. Yep. Baby Shark. That's a good one. Letter of the Day. No. I know it seems, I know. Letter of the Day is harmless. It's from Sesame Street. In Letter case you're new and you're listening, we have a big Sesame Street fan in our house. Letter of the Day by Sesame by the Sesame Street cast on repeat if you're trying to get like a notorious war criminal to leave his compound or if you're if you're trying to torture answers out of a person. Letter of the Day for three consecutive days, especially if it's the same letter, take the excitement and surprise out of it. It's the letter L every time. Oh, that would get me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I've been working on making a car without wheels. I've been working on this project tirelessly. <laughs> It is time for you to get a better checking account with no monthly fees. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card and has no overdraft fees, foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. With over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, you can access your money when you need it where you need it. You can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on Chime. Fee free for you and no cash out fees for them. Make a great decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. Banking services are provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See Chime.com slash SpotMe. KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and fun. They create super cool, hands-on projects designed to create a lifelong love for learning among kids. They have subscriptions for kids of all ages, from infants all the way to teens, that deliver enriching, hands-on experiences that will spark curiosity and inspire creativity. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie um, when she was just a couple of months old. And I would love to say that I always have time to fully research and to know what's best for her development every step of the way. But the truth is, I really need help. The Panda Crate was filled with things that were developmentally important for her, and it taught me why it was important for her. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. KiwiCo does all the legwork for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence
patience and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code UPSIDE. What if I told you that there is something that is less expensive than your daily coffee habit, but is actually an investment in your health? That's what AG1 from Athletic Greens is. First of all, it's simple. It's powder mixed in eight ounces of water. It's a micro habit that's easy to adapt. Number two, it's less expensive than getting all of the different supplements yourself. There's 75 things in Athletic Greens that your body craves, and it's all covered in one drink. And it's an investment. It's all in one nutritional insurance and it's less expensive every single day than that trip you make to get coffee. I promise you it's worth every penny. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we're in flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com upside. Again, that's Athletic Greens slash upside to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, if you are in a grumpy mood, here's something that'll make you feel better that's really easy to do. Tidy the area that you're in. And I 100% agree with your heart? Oh my gosh, 100% agree with that. It's, a, it's sometimes when I'm just overwhelmed and stressed or whatever, I can tidy. It doesn't even have to be the exact space that I'm in, but I'll go up and like clean off the kitchen counter. You know how I feel about the kitchen counter. If the kitchen counter has anything on it, it causes a sense of stress and panic in Jeff Dollar. Somebody said when, like when Ellie was coming into the world or shortly after she arrived, somebody said, you have to give up your house because toddlers are unbelievably quick at creating clutter. And whoever told me that, y'all, you are not wrong. It is ama- It is remarkable <laughs> how quickly she can destroy a room. Um, but they basically said, find a, sp- find a space and have that be your space to be clean. And my space is the um, kitchen counter and the island in the kitchen. If that's clean and tidy, I feel happy. And so sometimes I'll just go up and clean that. Um, My second random thing is Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the most popular days for American babies to be born. There's about 13,000 births on average on each of those days. Um, The slowest days are the weekends. Do you know why? Why? Because doctors don't want to work weekends. So they don't schedule if you have to be in, like if the baby's hanging out in the womb too long or if there has to be a C-section oh, or whatever, them for during the week. they're scheduled during the week. Yep. What days were the most popular? Tuesday and Wednesday. What day of the week was Ellie born? Monday. Was she? Yeah. I remember she was born on Monday and then because Tuesday was election day. Okay. Yeah. And then we went home on Wednesday, right? Do we home on Wednesday or Thursday? I. Because we were. We, we just. So we, we stayed two nights. So we stayed Monday night and Tuesday night. So we went home Wednesday. Jeff and I literally, and this is like a, I don't know if this is, it's like this at every place or if it's because we had a baby in the middle of COVID, 
But we literally said to one of our nurses, we're like, hey, no offense. And we love you, but yeah. we would like to get out of here as quickly as possible and sleep in our own beds. Yeah. What do we have to do to make that happen? And she literally gave us a checklist. It was like, it was awesome. Cause Callie had a C-section. So she's like, you have to be able to climb one flight of stairs unassisted. And like, before she even got stairs out, she's like, where is she going? And I'm like, she's going to find stairs. <laughs> You better get your clipboard and follow her. There she goes. Or what was it? Walk the hall. Wasn't it, wasn't it like walk a lap around the hall or something? No, it wasn't even that. It was like, it, like Ellie had to pass two tests because she was technically premature. Um, they said I had to be approved by a doctor. Like a doctor had to come, you know, like check Did my you have incisions. To poop? Don't you have to poop after a surgery? Nope. You didn't False. Have to poop? False. False. I thought so, but they, no, that's not a thing. Um... My third random thing is. Hold on, wait. Before what? I get butchered, that might be a thing. It was not a thing for me. Right. I always thought when you had surgery. I thought that too. That before you leave the hospital, you had to poop. That was not a thing. They said, call us if you can't within like a certain amount of time. That seems like that seems like a no brainer. I feel like the doctor should even have to tell people that. If you don't poop this month, call me. Like. <laughs> I will. All right. And my third random thing is um, people make their best decisions immediately after they wake up. The reason being is later in the day, you're suffering from decision fatigue. You've already made a gazillion decisions, even like what socks am I going to wear? That really, really answers the question why we always are stumped for dinner. By the time yes. I get to dinner, if we don't have, cause we do like three meals, like dinner fair meals a week. And then the other two nights, we have ambitious goals of cooking or forget to plan or whatever happens. It just happens. Yes. And that decision it's because we're so sick of making decisions. I wonder what would happen if we tried for a week, if the first conversation we had in the morning, we decided on what was for dinner that night. Cause we'll do it even with the dinner affair meals. Cause we'll have like, we, we take them out on Sunday. We'll take out like three or four of them for the coming week out of the freezer. And there are times where I'll stand there and I'll have like, all right, we've got this ranch chicken thing, that's stuffed ranch chicken. Then we've also got this pork tenderloin. Which one do you want? And we're both like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They both sound good. So, uh, yeah. And then we narrow it down. So we're like, okay, which one is the fastest? Like one takes 15 minutes to cook and one takes 25. The problem is, is when they take the same amount of time and we both look at each other, we're like, and you know, what's funny about decisions like that is I will also complicate those decisions unnecessarily by saying things like, all right, which one of these am I more likely to want on, on Wednesday? Like if, if it's Tuesday and we're making the decision, I'm like, which one of these am I more likely to want Wednesday or Thursday? What? God, I wonder what, I wonder how things would change if we just decided on dinner with our first conversation in the morning. Uh, those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I have a running list of micro anxieties. And the next one on my list is to replace the bedroom alarm clock, the one that actually plugs into the wall. Replace it? Why? That one is so great. Okay. It's great because why? Tell me why it's great. Well, I don't know. It's just a nice one. Like, it's actually, I don't know if it's great anymore when I bought it. Exactly. That's like back, all you need. <laughs> when I bought it like 15 years ago or 10 years ago or however long, it was great because you can put your phone right on top of it to charge you your could. You could. Yeah. You could. 
Yeah, well, it has an adapter now because of the new phone charger. Mm -hmm. But it was in the speakers, like super high quality. But you're right. It was it. It's great for 2014. Oh, if that. I mean, I think you you have had that like absolutely since we met. It's more or less a clock radio yeah. with a really old um, iPhone thing on the top. And we don't use any of the capabilities except for it to show the time so and be just, an alarm clock. Are you just looking for one that's simpler? I think we need to upgrade. I just, I think, I just, you know, I, every day I wake up and it's the first thing I see when I wake up and I think, Wow, that reminds me so much of 2010. And I never think to like go on Amazon and get one, but you know, I think it's time for us to like jump into 2022 and get rid of that alarm clock from 1998 or whenever it was. Moving on up. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Mary. Be careful with all of these tea endorsements. I gave my daughter some tea that I thought was just delicious. It had these special sugar crystals in it. And when I asked her how she liked it, she told me it tasted of disappointment. <laughs> so much for that. Be careful with all of these recommendations. Bye. Bomba's underwear has a barely there feel with second skin support that might make you forget that you're even wearing underwear, but in the best way. Bomba's t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. And Bomba's socks, they got socks for everything you do, whether you're dressing up or you're being athletic or you're just being casual. Tons of options for performance or relaxing or whatever. And everything they make, soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. I love my Bombas socks. I never thought I could love a sock, but that's only because I didn't know what I was missing. But here's the best part about Bombas. Socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. And Bombas donates one for every one that you buy. True story. So by making a purchase from Bombas, you're also helping out somebody who's a little down on their luck right now. Go to bombas.com slash upside. Get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. Hey, my Valentine's gifts made me think of you guys. I don't know why. So my husband got me um, one of those eternity roses which i thought may be a cool idea that uh you don't like how the flowers you know are inflated but they last one to three years so i had never heard of it but now i've researched it it's really kind of cool and some wine and a nike gift card which i know sounds like a weird valentine's present but i'm the only one that picks out my kicks but what made me think of you guys is that like i mean i that gift card burned a hole in my pocket i mean i had it completely Shoes are on the way within hours. And I was just curious, have you guys still not spent some of your gift cards? And if so, maybe you could give them away for free stuff Friday. It would be cool for those of us who love gift cards and love to spend them rapidly the second we get them. I don't know. It was just an idea. But hope you guys had a great meeting day. <laughs> and love you much. Bye. Hey, y'all. It's Hannah. Um, I actually paused in the middle of a segment because I had to call um, and talk about Jeff's what-ifs when Ellie almost fell in the sink. 
it never stops and it's totally normal. And as someone who has two toddlers and two teenagers, the what ifs just change and get bigger and possibly more stressful as they get older because the less control you have, the more what ifs you have. So totally normal, just they're going to drive you crazy, but you got to deal with it. You got to get used to it because they never go away. And I have to imagine that even parents of adults will probably call in and say that they still have them. So welcome to parenthood. It's a fun ride. Love y'all. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jess. Um, Regarding mullet, um, I lived in Australia for a year. Let me tell you, all the cute boys, all the cool boys, all the Outback boys have mullets. Mullets are normal in Australia. They're not seemed as they're not seen as like weird or wild. They're seen as normal. And even some like businessmen had mullets. It's just like a thing there. So I think Aussie culture is catching on in America. Okay, bye you guys. Honey, you have all these great ideas. And you even know how to start. But how much longer are you going to wait before you do? How long are you going to let that fear keep on holding you back? How long are you going to wait? And the time ain't going to wait on you. Okay? You deserve to dream, right? But even more than that, you deserve to make the dreams come to pass. How much longer are you going to wait, baby? <laughs> 